Hey, and welcome to the Scoped Podcast, episode number 101. Let's let the good times roll. I feel like we're just kind of uh, cruising along now. Before 100, I think when we got to like episode 80, I was like just counting down to 100. I was like 81, 82, 83, and it just felt like forever. Now, we're cruising, man. We're past 100. We're just having fun now, and I am so happy to have the thrill on the podcast. Such a great conversation, and this will not be the only time you uh, hear or see the guys on this show. I'm calling them an Atlanta rock supergroup. Aiden, the singer, is in a really great cover band, Slippery When Wet. That uh, cover band is endorsed by John Bon Jovi himself. And then you have Chase and Joseph, who are uh, in the great cover band, Blizzard of Ozzy. And they're also in the Atlanta band, The CEO. Some really heavy hitters. Uh, Vinnie Hornsby from Seven Dust is in The CEO as well. So they formed this group, The Thrill. And I just cannot wait to see what comes from these guys. Uh, They just debuted their first single, Miss Miserable. You're about to hear that right now. And you can watch this video for it. It's really cool. Aiden pisses me off. He's got like six pack of abs i'm a little jealous but great conversation with these guys so let's get it going episode number 101 of the scope podcast with the thrill and uh gonna kick it off with their first single miss miserable step into my world i'm psyched let's go Yeah. 
No, no, I don't. <laughs> no. All right, all right. I, I do. So the the podcast used to be a little more immature. Like, gotcha. you know, so when I was 27 and I started this thing, it, I was sponsored by Scofflaw, right? Yeah. So Scofflaw would just bring in beer, like, you know, cases <laughs> and all that. And uh, me and the bands would get a little slosh here in the episode, trying <laughs> a little, uh, have a little fun. And then that was cool. It had its uh, time and place, time. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was fun back then. And now I'm 32. Um about to be a dad in nine weeks. Well, congrats, congrats on that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. awesome, dude. Oh, I'm so excited, man. I have never been more excited about anything in my life than Do I am. Do you need these? I, no, 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 oh, no. No, no, no. I'm cool with them on, though. <laughs> you do look cool with them. <laughs> this adds to his mystique. <laughs> He's Aiden. He, gets on, he plays guitar shirtless. <laughs> that guy, the guy that sprays on his abs. Like, I mean, this guy telling me he eats bacon. He splurges on bacon. I'm like, if I ate like you know a few strips of bacon, it'd be like, all right, now I got to work out for three weeks. Well, now, if I eat two strips of bacon, it doesn't stay with me. It goes right out the other end. <laughs> Twenty five minutes. Having your gallbladder out. Yes, yes. We're we're gallbladderless brothers. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, and it's, it's nice. A, we're the no no gallbladder clan. Yeah, yeah, and it's fun. People seem so concerned about you when you tell me, oh my gosh, you had your gallbladder out. That's yeah. it's like. It wasn't my uh, Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that hard. I'm, I, I had mine done. So I went into the hospital at 8 in the morning. My wife took me, and I was just, like, screaming, crying because the pain was so bad from the gallstones and the uh, infection that I later found out I had. So I was in the hospital at 8. I was diagnosed by 1. I was in surgery by 5. I was home by 8.30. Yeah. It's a, wow. in and out. Yeah, yeah. They're like, all right, go home. Yeah. No need yeah. to stay here. Yeah, and, dude, I played a show three days after having it done. Yeah, yeah, I was I was back doing my radio show. I took one day off and then I was back and yeah. yeah. Now we're I, part of the disabled mafia. That's right. <laughs> me and you, brother. Me and you. Me and you. Dude, you and me. You and me, dude. Hey. Uh, Wait, where's my seltzer? I'm, I'm sitting here seltzerless. I thought you said no. I know. I said I would have said no. I'm only gonna have one though. I'm only gonna have one. All right, we got watermelon. We got black cherry. We got grapefruit. We got pineapple. Chase three months. Uh, and there are surprisingly no women here. <laughs> no, no <laughs> we women. have watermelon, lime, and <laughs> black cherry. Passion fruit. <laughs> just a room full of dudes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank you so much. I love. I love high noon. High noons. Where it's at. I've seen it. And now that I take it back, I've seen it, but I've never had it. Dude, it's way. It's not a normal figure, seltzer because it's vodka based rather than being the malt alcohol. So it's way higher quality. It's gluten free. Gluten free. Gluten free. Watch your figure. Are y'all trying to get me drunk? <laughs> I just remember when you talk, you got to be on the mic. How close? Okay. Are they pretty touchy? This is or just they? audio, right? We're not, we're yeah, yeah. This is audio. They are a little touchy, so you know. Is this good right here? Yeah, yeah it's good, man. Make yeah. love to it. Cool. Make love to the mic. Oh yes. Yeah. We got Aiden. We got Joe. We got Chase. This is episode number 101 of the Scoped Podcast with new uh, new band that's going to be taking over the scene here pretty soon. This is The Thrill. Yes, here Thank we are. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for having us, man. Now, Aiden, uh, this is what I know about The Thrill members. And guys, you'll definitely uh, be in on this and, you know, fill in the gaps of what I don't know. Aiden, you are the guitarist for Slippery When Wet? Yes, I am. I've uh, I've been with Slippery for um, like four and a half years now. Very cool. A lot of gigs, a lot of traveling. Been all over the world, really, doing that. But in the meantime of all of that going on, which is great, I, I haven't put out anything original. All this time, I moved to Atlanta, what was it, 2014, and that my whole goal was to like get this whole original thing going. And I looked, and like, all this time has gone by. And I have all these songs, and I haven't actually released anything. So it became started to kind of like 
weigh on me. Like I need to, I want to do this. I want to write songs. The original thing is, is cool. It's, it's great to, to express yourself in that way. And especially when you come from a world of being in a cover band or whatever. So I uh, was lucky enough to meet two of the greatest musicians uh, in Atlanta as well. Mr. Oh, Joseph so, Herman so and kind, Chase Brown. <laughs> but yeah, just a great group of people that we have together and the chemistry is there for this. So yeah, we're excited to uh, get this single out on Friday and have, uh, have everybody hear what we've been working on. And of course, we played the single in the intro. Uh, so- a little shout out on that to Zach Neal for uh, helping with the uh, recording on that. Mm-hmm. No, and it's what I was telling Joe, it's a fun song. Thank you, man. It's a fun song to listen to. And my wife was like, that has the making of, you know, everything that a hit needs. My wife oh, said that when listening wow. to it. Well, that's very awesome to hear because you sit in your bedroom, like humming into your the voice memos app on your phone. And you, you know, when it all comes together, it's just Pretty like, catchy. Well, cool. It's got a lot of It's vibes. fun. It's fun. It's, it's blues based old school rock little, you know, obviously some pop elements in it with the hooks and whatnot, which we definitely want to have in our music. Um, but a lot we of great. We want to sell out, dude. We want to sell to the masses. Coming from the drummer with a with a double pedal. Coming from the. You want to sell out or you want to sell to the masses? Not sell out. We're, just, we're just kidding about selling out. Oh, I'm a sell out man. So I'm a, I'm a plant based eater, Honestly, but I'm doing. No, I'm, I'm a plant based eater, but I'm doing a, a remote for the radio station for a meatpacking company this weekend. Money talks, Sweet. right? Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, absolutely. No, Aiden. Um, I'm definitely going to get to Joe and Chase absolutely. here pretty soon. But Aiden, you so you the cover band thing is fun and it's a fun thing to do because you're playing music that people know and they love right well yeah and especially doing the bon jovi thing uh so slippery and wet is actually authorized by john bon jovi himself so oh damn uh you know we we do a lot of like cool stuff with that like travel around all the hard rock resorts and live nation stuff uh played on two bon jovi cruises that he did himself with uh his band not bon jovi but this other thing that he has this little solo thing but uh just super cool stuff and, you know, getting out there and playing as many shows as I have like the past four and a half years doing this has really just, you know, I think built me into really wanting to put it out as like for, for me being, I guess, a front man to I've always been known as a guitar player and I love guitar. But, you know, to get out there as a vocalist and a, and a songwriter as well and also play guitar, it's just uh, I'm just excited, very excited that that time is finally here and this is all together now. That's what surprised me. I've known you as the guitarist, yeah. the, the six-pack abs guitarist for Slippery <laughs> Spray on <Wet>. abs. <laughs> but and, but when, I, when I found out about you guys and I saw you singing, I was quite surprised. I was like, you. I mean, you are a great singer. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, as you guys, anybody who's ever heard Bon Jovi probably knows that the Richie Sambora harmony parts in those Bon Jovi songs add a lot to those songs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's 80s stuff. It's already sang very high. So you had a, the high harmony on top of what John Bon Jovi's singing, and that's what I have to do night after night playing with those guys. So just over time, that's really helped uh, develop my voice and whatnot and give me the confidence to, to do this and to step out and, and, you know, be the lead singer and whatnot. So... And now the thrill is here. And you you couldn't do it, obviously, without Joe and Chase here. No, I could not. Uh, These are the best. These two guys are from the CEO here in uh, Atlanta. That's how I know y'all. Yes. And, uh, Joe, how long have you been with the CEO? Uh, We started the CEO maybe two and a half years ago, I believe. Um, 
And we were in a cover band as well, me and Chase. Mm-hmm. Blizzard of Ozzy. Yes, Ozzy. great. <laughs> and we played all the House of Blues and all the good stuff. We did the cruises. That was fun, man. Um, and Mac, our fearless leader, decided he wanted to do some original music and recruited us. And uh, we start, he had his own solo record at first. And um, we... Is that what always happens? It, it was cool. But then we, me and Chase, got to... Uh, get in on the writing on this our our record we just put out in september and um that was a lot of fun man we went down to florida and got to work with uh elvis basket who's you know worked with them all alter bridge and slash and tremani you name it dude um so yeah dude ceo still rolling we got our first show april 23rd at 37 main in avondale i love avondale estates in 37 main so, and then all of y'all have come from this, you know, cover band mentality and now doing, you know, original stuff, which you've, y'all have done more original stuff than I believe you have, Aiden, right? I, I have definitely not done anything that's been put out. I've okay. done my own songwriting, obviously, and whatnot, but yeah, nothing that has ever been released or anything, so... It is news to everybody that is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and Chase? Yes. The the magnificent... Oh, The magnificent you. Chase. Chase Aroni. Yeah. Wait, don't you don't you manage Seven Year Witch? I don't manage them. I or, like kind of tour manage them. Yeah, yeah. I just go on the road with them and carry their stuff, you know. But uh but yeah, I've known those guys forever. Like a bunch of the original bands I was in has played with them a bunch. So um when uh when right as soon as things started opening up after the pandemic and like, you know, the first tour they got, you know, I wasn't doing anything. I was like, Hey, can I roll with you guys? And it just kinda stuck. I've been on the road with them since. So have y'all seen Seven Year Witch? Yes. yes. They're my favorite band. They're, they're, <laughs> period. Yeah. I'm wearing the shirt right now. He's got the shirt on. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I, those guys. That guy has is, Backflips. is inhuman. Oh, they're playing <laughs> with the CEO April 23rd, by the way. Yes. Oh, yeah, at the at 37 May. Yeah. 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 No, I saw those guys live for the first time at, uh, where was it? Uh, Mad Life. Yeah. Mad Life. And I'm like, these guys are robots. That was, that was that, <laughs> they're they're awesome. Resist? Yeah. Yeah, that was the Halloween show, right? Awesome. So, I mean, you guys are so involved in the Atlanta rock scene and have done so much. So with all that you've done, and that's why we wanted to do the backstory right there, like all the things y'all have been in, all the things y'all are doing, how did the thrill come together? Well, Joe had just mentioned that with the CEO, um, Mac had originally planned on that being an original project. And it's funny that the band, the other band that they're in, that was the case, and that is the case with me. These are songs initially that um, I had kind of had written, and uh, <laughs> these are songs that I had wait, written. Wait, wait. I'm making funny faces. Sorry, I was burping. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, this started out as a solo thing that I wanted to release, and Joe and I have been very close friends for uh, for a while. That we we met through obviously the cover scene, and I'm in Slippery, he's in Blizzard, yada yada yada. But uh, I sent him a track one day and was like, "Hey, will you play on this?" And then that kind of evolved from more of, you know, I've always wanted to be in a band situation where you're all writing together and you're, you know, you're a band of brothers that you're doing it all. You're, you're sitting down, you're hashing the songs out and bouncing ideas off each other. And it's just so cool to have that chemistry. So it went quickly from being a solo thing to being more of a a band. So then it just came down to let's, uh, let's find a band name. Let's see if Chase wants to join because he's (laughs) obviously our first choice. And, and by uh, the way, when Aiden sent me that first track that he uh, played guitar to and told me to lay drums down, what? H- how fast did I get that to you? 
Well, yeah, I sent it to him, and uh, I think he had it to me within two hours. So, yeah, I was excited about it. I was like, I'm putting <laughs> drums on this thing right now. Well, also, <laughs> something else that I want to add real quick that I think is interesting is everybody knows Joe in the music world as being like a metal drummer, phenomenal metal drummer, uh, his double bass and all of that. <gasps> I play yeah. in a Pantera tribute, if you didn't know. Yeah, he plays in <laughs> you a— You don't? You do? I do. You play in a Pantera tribute. I do. Yeah. All right, more about that later. More about that later. <laughs> I love, I love motherfucking Pantera. Me, yes, me too, man. The uh, band but, is called the fucking Pantera cover band, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug, plug. But uh, and yes, we can cuss on here. It's yeah. Fine. Okay, we can. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right. But um, everybody was towing the line. Towing the line. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn. Well, so obviously the stuff that you've heard, Miss Miserable. You haven't heard the other stuff, but what you've heard is obviously like straight up rock and roll, bluesy, poppy, whatever. But he killed it. He came in and he adds his like modern drumming Honestly, to what we do, and it it's was, like I was a little stepping out of my box with it, but I love that. Like I love a challenge, and I listen to everything. Like if you looked at my phone and all my songs on there, dude, it ranges from all kind of well, yeah, so we everything. S- we sat down. It's like it's just cool to have his feel of the modern kind of metal playing, but incorporate into like a bluesy old school rock and roll vibe because he's got a if you have good feel you have good feel so all that swing that's needed for that kind of stuff i mean he he just killed it so put it's a lot of little mm on it off hi-hats in there you know what i'm well, saying joe <laughs> did look super metal when he had the long like oh, yeah. beard or whatever you call it, it 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to do a double take i was like wait this is the same guy right is it? yeah like, at first because like you had, you had the long long well the thing was, was is long. he had that beard and i thought that for sure when he shaved it off he wasn't going to be able to play drums anymore because all the power was bestowed <laughs> the in the power beard was in the beard <laughs> but thankfully he's still able to play so. <laughs> i can still uh, play a beat. <laughs> the Pantera cover band. I didn't know that. They're great. Yeah, dude. His brother's a guitar player. How, how do y'all? How do you band members? Like uh, so many that I talk to, how do y'all manage so many multiple projects? You don't Chase. sleep. Chase yeah, played, sleep. played in most of them. Like. <laughs> yeah, Chase. How many projects are you in? Uh, I mean, right now, actively, it's just the CEO and the thrill. Um, but I mean, I'm have bal- done the balancing act a lot, you know, from, you know, the Athens band, a new mantra to the two takes to the thrill and the Blizzard CEO, Blizzard of Ozzy. I remember the two takes. Band. Yeah, that was, yeah, you that was us. in for Pandora's box. Aerosmith yeah, I've done a bunch of stuff with Pandora's box, which Aerosmith is the reason I picked up guitar. So that one was super cool to Chase get to do. Like but the guy, everybody wants in their band. Yeah, right. this is true. We want Chase. Yeah. Until they meet me. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, shit, never mind. This yeah. guy is rough. Yeah. No, he's a solid musician. He can sing. He can play guitar. He can play bass. That's the thing. We, and we, he's we, a great songwriter. A great songwriter. Oh. And to have the two harmonies, to have you know a lead vocal and a harmony, I think that's what makes a band, in my opinion. You look at the Beatles, you look at all the great bands, they all have like harmonies and somebody else that can sing in the band, and that's why Chase is such an important aspect of... We haven't played any live shows yet, but... That's going to really come out live, just having somebody that's able to do and that. he has really long hair when he headbangs. It looks pretty it cool. It looks really cool <laughs> when he headbangs. That's the, only re- that's the actual only it's reason he, I'm in the band is the, yeah. the hair. Yeah, and It does amaze me how many projects some band members here in Atlanta are in. Like, I mean, how, how do you all manage that in your mind? Like, how do you remember all these songs? Like, as a, as a drummer, like, how do you remember, how do you know... Like, how to drum to each song that you're in in these multiple projects. For me, man, just growing up playing music and uh, living it, dude. I mean, it's my passion, so I I just love playing music. So, um, especially with my friends, that's the coolest part, and especially writing music. 
Um, and then covers is covers, man. Anybody can learn a cover song, you know. Um, it just depends on how much time you want to put into that. Or I think songwriting is the real challenge, you know. If if yeah, if that was easy, everybody could would, would well, be doing it. But well, I've always said that if I sorry, no, um, I was just uh, it's. I forget what I was going to say, but you're good. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if, there's a, if I could play an instrument, it would be the drums. It, it would be just, just banging on the drums. I'd be like, yeah. you know, metal, like mud vein type, <laughs> slipknot, oh, yeah. you know, hard as hell. I tried to learn the guitar during mm-hmm. uh, COVID, and I, I got pretty decent at it for a while, like, you know, my wife's uh, classic acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And then I went to learn to trying how to scream. Like guttural. Nice. I'm getting a little better. I can do it about once a day, and then my oh, voice goes go. out. Can we hear it? Have <laughs> I, you done I, it once it, today already? I have done it oh, once see, today. It's yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> 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 Damn it. <laughs> That's not it. Of course, then I listen to someone like Cannibal Corpse and Hammer Smash Face, yeah. and it's like they're literally just going. It's like a seal. What's the one? But it's awesome. It's awesome though. Pig squeal. Pig squeal. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> like, how do the people go on stage and do that every night? I don't know. So I tried to learn an array of things during uh, COVID and during quarantine. And now once, you know, things open back up, I was like, all right, well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the next thing. Yeah. I just like talking about the people that can do this yeah. shit. That's like, I don't know how his singer for the Pantera tribute, Brandon, how he does it. He sounds just like Phil yeah. and he can get up there and do it for two hours. And it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. Amazing. I don't get how, yeah. how he can do it, man. He eats a lot of uh, lucky charms. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Wheaties. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I did the, talked about this in the last podcast and we, we briefly talked about it and I wanted to expand on it eventually. I was reading about Dave Grohl and him talking about how he's like, I don't know how the fuck I get out there every night and just scream for three hours. He's like, at the end of it, I walk off stage and I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that again tomorrow night. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, I don't know what it takes to be able to go out there and people that drum, like just the shit out of the drum for three hours or sing for three hours or so play guitar for three like hours. Working out, man. It's like muscle memory. You know, the more you do it, the more you practice the more easier it comes, I would say. Um, and that's why they say practice makes perfect because it, it, it's cliche, well, but all it, the it cliche makes sense, things, all the, yeah. the All the cliche things are true. Even singing, <laughs> like if you sing every day, and even songwriting, if you try to write a song every day, eventually you're going to... Well, eventually what's going to keep that pa- practice going along to you know where you what you need to do to get better, that all comes from a, a place of passion and, and love for what you do. And the way that the music industry is today, I mean, it's it's tough. But we all do this at the end of the day because we love doing it. You know, we wouldn't put ourselves through the late night drives and the, all the things that we do, the carrying things, especially as a drummer, carrying all those drums around and lugging it around night after night. If you didn't love it, because it'd become miserable after a while, you know. Maybe you but, love it. I'm in it for the money. I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then some of us all are, the killer money. That's right. Just write a hit song, man. Yep. It would go number one in illegal downloads in some areas. <laughs> that's of like, it, man. Yeah. So would y'all say the thrill kind of got accelerated? Like, Aiden, you wanted to do original stuff. Yeah. Would you say all y'all, the thrill kind of came out of maybe something during the pandemic? Like, you were, like, evaluating where you were career-wise career wise, and what you were doing, and you were like, all right, now's the time to do it. Now's well, the time yeah. to do something. Kind of, yes. We did start hanging out a lot in the pandemic. During the pandemic. So before the pandemic is when I wrote, couple of these songs that we're releasing here in the next few months and Miss Miserable being one of them that's coming out Friday. 
Um, so that already was kind of in the works. But like I said, it was a solo thing. I had a whole different group of people doing it. Um, I had Alex Self, who was a great drummer, who now lives in Canada because of the pandemic. He moved away, but he was a great drummer. I played with him in Run With The Devil, the Van Halen tribute that I was in. Um, and then Scott Kale, who's a phenomenal bass player in person. And it was just kind of, they were going to be like, you know, musicians that were going to play on the record or whatever. I didn't have any plans other than just getting the stuff recorded. Then that kind of COVID, you know, it just kind of was weird when that whole period happened because certain people did or did not want to leave their house. Um, me and Joe started hanging out and jamming a lot during that period, and that's how he kind of came uh, into the fold. Obviously, Alex moved away, uh, and then I'm Chase like, came in. I'm playing drums. <laughs> yeah, so then that's when it became a band because I'm like, I don't, you know, we don't need to do, I don't want to be solo. I want to, like, write with people and, you know, like I said before, have a have a band. So that's how it all, all came about. It was very much... Uh organic i don't think there was any like i don't think it doesn't seem like there was a whole lot of there was no planning that went into we didn't yeah we didn't even happened it wasn't like hey guys let's start a band it was just like you know aiden wrote some had some songs joe put drums on them instead of me i put bass on them he's like oh and then here's another song and here's another song and it's like all of a sudden that's the other thing that i want to say to his like to these guys like chase and joe are phenomenal because i had typically you got to sit down you gotta say hey i'm thinking like maybe you do this or you do that or this part i'm i'm hearing this but with these guys, I would send these songs, and they would just lay it down perfectly to where I was. I, I, they would send it back to me, and I'd load it in my uh, uh, Cubase, and I'd be like, whoa, this is." I didn't have to call anybody to say, hey, how about on that second chorus you need to do it like a halftime? Like they already, both of them would send back tracks that were completely perfect, man, exactly what I would have been hearing in my head. So just the process was so easy, and I just that's, that's where the chemistry comes from, and that's why things have been able to progress as well as they have just by these guys, just we're all on the same wavelength, I guess. Listening to the song, like I said, it, it has all the parts that a great song needs. And it's amazing, like, because I asked during the pandemic, like, you know, what was going through your heads, because I think so many musicians, really, during the pandemic, when they couldn't tour for the longest time, when they couldn't get in the studio to make music, I think it was, like, this creative, like, surge for uh, musicians and bands to be like, all right, what can we do now to push the limit? Because I, I have said this before, and I'll say it again. I think whether it's radio people like me, musicians, or anybody in the industry... COVID really made us realize, wow, we may have been in a rut for a while. We may have been like, you know, coasting, doing, you know, the same old thing that had worked for a while. And it really caused us to be like, all right, what can we do different? How can we push the envelope? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it had to be creative for sure. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the Internet has been insanely important for musicians for a while now. But COVID really kind of forced everybody to work on that and learn it and everything because you know you had to have content yet and which was hard because you know a lot of bands some of their members don't even live in the same town or whatever so it's like how do we make content now all spaced out and um but you know that's the great thing about where technology is now we can all be in a different place and record a song i mean remote yeah we didn't record anything together i don't think you know (laughs) we didn't play the songs together until yesterday yeah exactly are you serious (laughs) yeah Yeah. we'd never played the songs ever before in the room together me and aiden got together we have but as a full band with chase oh yeah yeah yeah. but yesterday was the first like actual rehearsal where we like we're like oh and now we're actually a band because we've actually played the song wait so what i listened to was a recording of parts that were just sent in yeah I'd send That's, them the guitar that, tracks and whatnot, and he'd lay down the drums, he laid down the bass. I went and did vocals, uh, mixed it, mastered it, uh, 
you know, knew the song enough to go do the video, obviously. And like we were together playing, but you know, a music video, you're not really playing. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so what you heard was just. Uh, you just got exclusive access. People don't play on a music video. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, you know how many times I've been asked that question by people that are like, hey, do bands play in music videos? And I'm, I'm glad I've been telling them right that no, they don't. Yeah, they, boy, well, I guess you're playing, but it's not. The audio that you're hearing, obviously, yeah, yeah. like you're playing along to your song. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're just usually plugged into like yeah. you know a wireless or a fake cord or something that's not even on, and you just make it look like you're playing through another. I'm playing the drums though. Oh, okay, yeah, it's hard to avoid. Drums. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that serious? No, it's serious. Oh, yeah, right. I mean, he really is hitting. I mean, yeah, you, you know, the battle then is uh, figuring out how to. <laughs> but guitars, they're not plugged in. I mean, oh. like you're playing it along to what is the playback is, which is the recorded song. Well, if anyone had questions about that, you just got your answer right He's here. That is phenomenal. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I, it killed me not to do the podcast during the pandemic. It killed I me. I was just yeah. sitting there. I was recording. For, I was doing my show from my house. You know, I do a an Atlanta show and a national show, and so that both places sent me my stuff for at my house, which was great. It was fun doing radio from my guest bedroom, and yeah. But I was just, it was killing me not having bands and not, you know, getting it in person for the longest time. So I'm just happy to have We're it back. We're glad you're back. We're happy to be here. Oh, yeah. yeah so the uh, Miss Miserable comes out on Friday. Yeah. March 4th. March 4th, yeah. Friday. I don't know when this is going to be aired, but this yeah. will be This will be next Wednesday. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it will have, it will be out by then. Yep. And, I, and of course, y'all will be, uh, when this comes out, y'all will be on Homebrew because you're on Homebrew next week. Yeah, that's cool. just awesome. Yeah, Very dude, cool. thank, thank you, Jackson. So yeah. people that are hearing this right now, it's halfway through the week, and uh, yeah, you've heard the song, and you either love it or hate it by now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you've heard it. You've heard it twice by now, and yeah. I think everybody's gonna love it. My, everyone here loved it that I sent it to. Well, cool. So Sweet, yeah, we're, we're we're very happy about it, and we think that uh, it's just the start of way more that are. That's going to be coming your way. Mm-hmm. So, so when when will the next single come out after this one? Well, we have the next single. Uh, it's going to be called "Fall to You." It's all recorded and everything. Um, we're going to look at doing a video here in what the next month or so. Yeah, and then record and probably release it in the next what two months. We don't really have any set dates, but we want to be you know we want to consistent be consistent and put songs out maybe every month or something. Um, we have an EP ready to roll, um, and then, of course, we're going to continue writing. Well, yeah. So, the, so it was initially going to be an EP. Uh, after further kind of thinking through, I think we're going to do four singles over the next uh, however many months. Um, all, those four singles are done, recorded, ready to go. And then that's going to lead into the release of like a five, six song EP, most likely. Well, isn't isn't the music world more of a singles-based uh, world right now? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. People's attention spans are so yeah. short, you know, like, you know, you, you know, I remember early on, like when we were kids, you know, we put out our first record and we were so excited about it. And some of the older guys in the scene that were kind of like mentors to us were telling us like, yeah, you know, we spent like two, three years on our record. We put it out and within six months, people were like, all right, so what's next? You know? So yeah. and now it kind of makes sense. You can put out a single, you know, every month or every few months or whatever, put out a video with, you know, take time on each one and just use that to... And people you know. aren't buying full records anymore. You know, yeah. They hear a song and they're like, oh, I like that song. They might go check out one or two other songs from that record, but for the most part, you know, it's all on freaking Apple Music, Spotify, whatever, you know. And well, you can see on those platforms too a lot of times, you know, especially with like newer bands and stuff, they put out a record. 
you can see how short people's attention spans are because usually on if you look at the record yeah. on you on there you the can line. see the stars next to like the first three songs and, and then, then exactly okay <laughs> you gotta be just a little little louder <laughs> just a little bit he's got that soft voice <laughs> I'm soft shy man I'm shy I'm shy <laughs> he just sits on the drums he's, he doesn't yeah. have to speak and then he gets on the microphone and he's like. Like a deer in headlights. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it's. I always say I was. I grew up in the wrong decade because you said you know no one listens to full records anymore. Man, my dad will tell me about when he was you know eighteen and had his headphones in listening to the latest Pink Floyd record yeah. or Jethro Tull record, and he was getting high and you know just you know listening to that. I'm like that would have been the greatest thing in the world just you know to sit down, headphones in, plug them in, and just listen to a record all the way through. I love it, and I love the idea of having a physical copy. Oh, I know. Those days. With that, so yeah, we're doing the four singles. We wanted to have a video out to so you could see the band. So as we're releasing this, we're obviously trying to build a foundation to where we can release this next EP um, whenever that is done and uh, get like vinyls pressed and and do the whole thing. I'm I'm big into wanting to have physical copies, whether. Who knows if they're going to sell or if anybody's going to anybody's going to want them? But I I just love the idea of at least having some stuff pressed down, you know. And I'm gonna hang it on my wall. Hanging on my wall mainly. I might be the only one that buys it. <laughs> you got to have physical stuff. It's like, you know, concert tickets. I have like this massive collection of concert tickets from like, you know, my years in radio. And then some will come through and they're just like paper tickets, right? Or yeah. not paper tickets, electronic tickets through, you know, all these sites. And I'm like, what's the fun in that? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so you want to have a physical copy of your record to hang on your wall or, you know, just hold it in your hand because, like, as someone who's put, as an artist who's put your, you know, your time and your work into this project and this product, you can see it on, you know, Apple Music and be like, oh, that's great. Yeah. But to hold it in your hand and to have, like, a physical copy the of the lyrics your- and the track list. And yeah. The, yeah. It's cool. CD cover. Yeah. All of it. Mm-hmm. Pictures. Pictures. Uh, so 30, 30 years from now, CDs and these physical copies aren't even going to be a fucking thing. Yeah, it's sad. It's crazy, man. I think there's always going to be a niche, though, for people that want to buy, like, a record. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Well, even if they're, like, you know, corner stores of, like, you know, yeah. like, you know, like, you know, select few people go to, there's always going to be some kind of want. So I don't came niche. back, though, in the last couple years, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully, I mean, I hope there's always, like you said, in it niche of people who are still going to record stores like you know i still remember like going to wuck street records in athens and that's like where i got my first cds ever and stuff and first records and everything it's like it's such a cool feeling to go in there and you can like the first thing i ever got was acdc because i just heard tnt that was it i didn't know anything else about them i bought the record because of that one song and loved the whole record you know and people miss out on that experience organic like, okay. way of yeah yeah i know this one song i'm gonna check out everything you know like you're on apple music and you and you know you're using a mouse and then you see oh that's that looks like a cool record versus going into a record store flipping through and be like oh my gosh there's dark side of the moon or mm-hmm. like you know yeah i don't know just something like that it's just something that i hope in some form stays around forever absolutely man agreed <laughs> and now y'all know that this podcast centers around uh, the Atlanta rock scene, and they call me Atlanta's rock ambassador. And so seasoned musicians that have done so many incredible things, what do y'all think about the Atlanta rock scene? Do y'all go check out many shows other than your own? Yeah. Yeah. We try to support as much as we can. Um, we've all played 
many places around, and um, we've got a lot of friends involved. We, yeah, in it, and obviously we want to try to support. And that's the thing uh, with this original thing. We really want to do what we can to contribute to that and to just continue to build that original scene locally. Um, I think that's important to have that. You know, the cover Atlanta, stuff's great. Yeah, Atlanta's kind of a weird music town. Uh, I think, it, I mean, we've heard the term that's the mecca of cover bands. There's a lot of great cover bands here. And there's great original projects that came out of here, you know, Seven Dust and... Uh, Mastodon and Collective Soul, Collective Soul, all the old school stuff. But yeah, right now, man, it's kind of it needs a kick in the ass or something. You know, that's the way I see it. There's a lot of there's a lot of really cool bands out there right now, and I hope it you know starts getting more exposure. You know, this is one of the reasons um, on the CEO show April 23rd we put a local Atlanta band called Silly Goose on the bill, and uh, we just hit up one of our buddies the. Um, Preston at Filthy Nasty Promotions, who, you know, productions, he's, uh, you know, they're presenting the show and all that. They're the promoters on it. We hit him up and we we're like, man, who who have you seen lately that'd be a cool fit? And he was like, man, I just saw these kids at the masquerade. They're really cool. You know, I think they'd be a good fit. And we we're like, let's do it, you know, try and help support that a little bit. And But there's so many good bands here. I mean, you've talked to a bunch of them. You already mentioned the Eyes of June and stuff. Those are cool guys. You know, I've seen other guys on your podcast and everything. And, um, you know, I think there's a really strong scene here and hopefully it starts blowing up even more you know well as i tell people all the time you can go see a, a, a concert here in atlanta at one of the local places almost any given night of the week right and you're going to see great talent for a fraction a, a slither fraction compared to what you know state farm arena is going to charge you absolutely right of course i would have paid a thousand dollars per ticket to go see metallica yeah. and state farm <laughs> that was an incredible show but you know, uh, yeah. Who who right now is doing things like really uh, coming out of the Atlanta rock scene? I know Tetrarch. Tetrarch, uh, y'all yeah, know they're t- awesome. Yeah, yeah. So they're good friends. Uh, and then Light Machines just went on a tour with Pop Evil and mm-hmm. stuff. So um, and there are bands. And then like the CEO. I mean, we're to see where the CEO went from. You know, my time of getting to know them, like. Two or three years ago at Scofflaw, uh, Mac and Mike, to where, where y'all are now is just absolutely insane. Slippery when re- when wet, uh, huge, huge cover band, and so successful. And like you said, just all this traveling now to have like this. I'm, I'm, I'm someone asked me who I was interviewing today, and I go, "It's an Atlanta supergroup." Oh wow, thank you, man. Thank it's you. an Atlanta supergroup. That means a lot coming from the rock ambassador <laughs> of Atlanta. <laughs> no, I, I mean this is this is a I consider this like one of the the first like rock supergroup of the podcast of like bands that are bringing so much talent into this one project, and y'all got me excited as hell for what y'all yeah, do we next. Appreciate that. We're we're as excited as you are to to do this. So, um, it's we just, thrilling. It's thrilling. It's very <laughs> thrilling. I'm no. surprised that's the first we just now made that joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, uh, the thrill. Is this yeah. thing on? Hey, honestly, man, I feel the same way. Like it's a blessing to play with both of these guys. Um, that's why, I, you know, I jumped on it, man. Like I'm a I'm a big. I, I believe in networking, and uh, you know, talking to people, making friends with everybody. You know, because. I mean, you never know what's going to come out of something, you know? Like, I knew Aiden from the scene, but we never really even, like, talked or hung out, but I knew him, or knew of him. And then 
we met and I, I thought he was the coolest guy. And then when I saw him play guitar, I'm like, whoa. Well, he is you adorable. You can play the shit out adorable. of the guitar. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention, I mean, look at him. <laughs> uh, he's got the image. He can play, adorable. and he can. He's got a, the voice, man. So I'm, I'm super excited what we're doing. I can't wait to show everyone. Uh, this is what's got to keep it fresh for musicians. When you know you've done the cover band thing, you've done the CEO for a while, but then like just constantly, you know, because you're we're, we're entertainers, we're creators, so constantly having something new to you know yeah. pour your heart into. That's Absolutely. what it's all about. Yeah, it's good to have this, and I love that this is just the beginning of it too. Because uh, you, you know, so just even being here right now, having this interview. Um, you know, this this was just an idea just a couple months ago. You know, we're recording the songs and, you know, envisioning, you know, what the future could behold or whatever. But, you know, it's funny that as you get something ready to go and you put all this work into it and then the opportunities arise to where... Uh, Jackson's like the first week the single comes out, we're on the freaking radio. Yes! <laughs> That's awesome. That's, That's awesome, what's so dude. cool. Yeah, Thank you. So, yeah. Atlanta's Rock Ambassador makes it happen. Atlanta's <laughs> Rock Ambassador makes it happen, man. It's uh, it's awesome. Well, I mean, the reason I, you know, support this scene so much is, you know, I love supporting talent that deserves the recognition. And when you send out a good, when you make a good product, I want it to get recognition. That's all. I, I'm i the vessel. I'm the vessel. Yeah. I, I don't care about me. We I just like want, you, man. You what? We love we you. Like you. We love you. We love you, man. I like you, and I love you too. <laughs> no, because I mean, when you seasoned musicians like yourself, true professionals, you know, when you know you, you when you put this work into it, and you you've done the work to get it done. I mean, I just I wanted to get on the radio. I can't help it. I'm we, sorry. We definitely need you. So, uh, much appreciated, man. Yeah, I, mean, I know Absolutely. us and every other band appreciates that mentality, yeah. man. Cause, Absolutely. You know, like, I remember, you know, growing up, like, you know, we'd you know make new music and stuff and put it out. And it was always like, how do we get this on the radio? Who do we talk to? Who do we, we can't find anybody. Yeah. Yeah, there was no vessel around and stuff. And then, you know, you've started helping everybody out with this, man. And it's awesome. Well, well that's the thing. It shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be. There needs to be an avenue. Yeah. It shouldn't be this ridiculous thing. Because so many, when I got on the radio, I swore I was never going to be. I'm the radio person, uh, submit to me to get your music on. You know, like so many radio people do. I wanted to this to be an even kill thing. It's me and the bands, side by side, working together. That's all it's about is because, as I said in you know my last episode, this is just fun. This is, this is all about having fun. Yeah. As musicians, we feel the same way, dude. Like, no ego involved. We're having fun. Yeah, man. Playing, Just be dude, humble you know, and do that, what you love, and it's not about you know, oh, you know, I'm we're better than you, you know. It's like no, man, we're just making art, just like everyone. Yeah, we're just uh, having fun, and yeah. and that's all it's about. If you're not having fun, why do it? Because you know we have we have cool jobs, all of us. Like you know, uh, y'all make music. I get to bullshit on the radio and talk about boobs and beer and all that. <laughs> And you know, I'm all trade, that. dude, I'll teach you how to play <laughs> drums. <laughs> <laughs> and so I mean, that's just that's just I want people to listen to this and be like, man, those guys are having fun in there, and you know, they're having fun with what they do because you know, I, and I like playing local music. I like you know putting it out there that hey, Atlanta has a badass rock scene. Don't overlook it. You know, give it the recognition it deserves. Yeah, Aiden. 
Yeah. Favorite band. Favorite band of Don't all time. Don't say Bon Jovi or Van Halen, please. <laughs> oh, no. Um, def- well, Van Halen's up there. Well, of course they are, but, you know, you, you're in those cover bands, so let's give something original and new. All right. Well, I'll go, uh, let's say favorite guitar player right now. Okay, great. That's- that would be cool because a big influence on me It would be Richie Kotzen. Uh, I don't even know if uh, everybody knows. Yeah, dude, Winery Dog. Yeah, winery Dog. Yeah, solo stuff. His solo stuff is is amazing. I don't know who that is. Uh, he he's actually, believe it or not, he was in Poison briefly, but that's okay. uh, that's doesn't say anything about who he is like as a musician. No disrespect to Poison, but it's just a whole different thing as from what he is now. He's got a lot of like Prince aspects of like R and B and soul mixed into rock, and he's like a shredder, like Steve Vai or. Nuno Betancourt, but he's also got the voice of like Chris Cornell with an R&B flair to it. And it's like the coolest mixture of stuff. When I first heard him, I'm like, that's cool. So that's that's like one of my biggest influences probably in the past five years or so. Um, but yeah, kind of a, a, an obscure one, but definitely. And his name great. one more time? Richie Kotzen. Richie Kotzen. Yeah, he's awesome. Killer. And he doesn't use a pick, right? And he doesn't use a that pick. That blows my mind. Yeah. He's like, oh, and he's a shredder without a pick. It's pretty shredder awesome. You have to check out some videos. Fingers it. That's a band name, Shredder Without a Pick. Shredder Without a Pick. <laughs> that is Jared James. Jared James Nichols. Nichols. Yeah, also. he's great, no too. Pick, I love yeah. him as well. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, Jared. so many good players out there nowadays, man. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I'm I'm just, I'm just. trying to involve myself in the music talk because you guys are geeking out about music <laughs> right now. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe, who you got? Oh, man, that's so hard to it pick really one favorite. It is a really tough question favorite. because there's, it like, is, favorite band, but and then there's inspiration, and then there, there's a lot we'll of, We'll go like, with either one, either one. Um, Well, so I'm deep into the underground metal. I love, like, I wouldn't say very underground, but um, definitely not very known. Like, one of my favorite bands is called Periphery. They're, uh, like, yes. a progressive. They're great. Yes. Their drummer, dude, he's he's my favorite drummer, without a doubt. Big inspiration. And then if you want to go with known, I mean, Pantera's probably my all-time favorite. Metal. You're in the tribute band, so you can't say that. Yeah, you're not allowed to say yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I love... Thank you, Chase. Um, <laughs> for having my back. I got Incubus. you. Incubus is great. Yeah, I love Incubus. But, I mean, dude, there's just so many. Soil work. I love... So I love a lot of Swedish metal. Um, oh, yeah. Metal is definitely my favorite. But um, actually working with Elvis, man, I never dug into, like, all the acts that he was recording. But, uh, like... Tremonti, you know, Mark Tremonti, you know, he was a guitar player from Creed, but, um, which I liked Creed, but I would never, you know, see him playing like heavy metal and it's, it's awesome. So I dug into all that stuff here recently, started at Alter Bridge and, um, and Aiden's showed me a lot of cool stuff too, like all the rock stuff. Um, but yeah. We love Wolfie Van Halen. Wolf Van Halen, man. That dude, record. He's killing it. Yeah. Dude. F- favorite record so out right good. now, I think, for me. Yeah. The, the production. So Honey's cool, too. And, and he played every together. instrument on it, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drums, guitar, bass, things. It's like. Yeah, dude. he killed it. Elvis killed the production and the mix and Absolutely. everything. Yeah. It's amazing. It's all about the mix. It's all about the mix. Chase, come on. Uh, I get, So, favorite, my favorite band of all time, and I can say it because I'm not in the band, uh. is Pantera. Oh, all time, hands down. That's not fair, dude. I've got two Pantera tattoos. Oh, I love them. Good. Um, you can say it with yes. Yes, I got I got dime bags. Get your pull, like tattooed in my lip. Man, I love them, dude. Um, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, that's probably my favorite band of all time. But Periphery is probably my favorite, like modern band as a whole. And then, um, like I said, Wolfgang's got like my favorite record out right now. So oh, and Seven Year Witch, dude. 
Oh yeah, Seven Year Witch. They're my favorite like up and coming band for sure. But, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, uh, it's also probably biased since I work with them. <laughs> I mean, I will say Seven Year Witch. Their live show and their performance. They are great. performers. They man. Rock and roll, baby. Man, those guys. I I, I get I get uh, out of breath just watching him do a backflip. Oh, it's yeah. crazy, dude. Yeah, it's wild. He gets out of breath too, but you know he has to do it now. He did the backflip one time, and now he has to do it forever. <laughs> no, I told I told uh, the singer, what's his name, Aaron. Yeah, I told him I wanted to have them on the podcast sometime when they were in Atlanta. Oh, they're down. They, um, you know, their their guitar player Bo is in the CEO with us also. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, you know, so I'm at his house every day, and I was talking about coming to do this today, and he was like, well, do you think they want seven year? And I was like, he would definitely want seven year, dude, and he would love that. So No, no, no seven year, yeah. no seven year. Also, CEO's down too, man. Yeah, yeah. Of course y'all are going to come on, of course. I've already talked to Mac about that. Cool. No, but this is about the thrill, and the thrill of what's to come. From the thrill. There's so many things you can say. There's you can use all the cliches. Like the thrill is thrilling. The fill what was the one that Rock and Dave used at the beginning of the video? I've been on a lot of roller coaster rides, but nothing (laughs) compared to the thrill. (laughs) 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 So but yeah, Aiden, you're continuing slippery when wet. Yeah. Yep. So hard of a name to say, slippery, slippery when wet. When wet. It, yeah. It's kind of slippery coming off the. It's very naughty there. thing to oh. say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, y- y'all are continuing the CEO. Yeah, but we're gonna put in our extra energy into this and continue to write, continue to release, and start booking some shows and and yeah. Let's just say we're not leaving. We have our eggs in a lot of baskets, you know. Um, so we'll see what happens, man. So would, would y'all uh, find it fair to say y'all are still just kind of figuring out the thrill thing? Like, you know, uh, your vibe as a band, your live show, uh, meshing together. You, you said you just played for the well the first time Yeah, live. well, like, like we said earlier, it just kind of came together. We didn't plan on it to come together. And then the recordings, like the stuff is we have four songs completely done, ready to go. Music video, obviously, all that's coming out Friday. But, yeah, um, we've all played together before in other situations. I was in CEO briefly. Um, but, like, so the chemistry's there, playing live. That's but the easy part. That's the easy. But as far as us playing the songs that we have written and recorded, yes, that just happened <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> but with that, um, you know, we're, we're going to get on a routine here of, of rehearsing and getting things ready to go. And, uh, like, it's... It's definitely a thing that is happening. The chemistry is there. We we kind of think have our identity and continue to write songs and and just uh, move I think forward. Our goal is to play a show in the summer. Yeah, summertime. We're we're looking at uh, you know getting some stuff together here in the summertime locally and whatnot. And uh, so any clubs that want to pay us, let us know. Well, <laughs> for, the, for those listening, yesterday means March first because today's. Right. March 2nd. Yeah, it is the 2nd. So yeah, March 1st so was our... So the, actually, when this airs, we will probably be in the middle of our first, like, real full yeah, rehearsal. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday is our, our next and rehearsal. So. You know what I can say for me personally? I'm honored to have had y'all in and be on the ground floor of the thrill, like, you know, freaking coming together and, like... Yeah, uh, cool. And I hope We're honored y'all... to get to do this on the ground floor, man. Yeah. This is awesome. Thank you. <laughs> no, and I, I hope y'all are going to be back soon after these singles come out especially in the summer after your to. first live show, promoting that first live show right here on the Scared Podcast. Yeah. I don't know why I got in a, a British accent there. 
It but, worked. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> but Aiden, uh, Joe, and Chase from The Thrill, thank you so much for uh, stepping into my world. Thank you for talking to me a little bit about uh, what y'all got going on. And with that, until next time, rock on. Rock and on. Rock, and thank rock you hard. very much, man. Yeah, uh, thank you, man. Appreciate it. You. Stay tuned. More stuff coming soon. Boobies. <laughs> Woo. Did you say boobies? Well, you get to say it. <laughs> I, I get to say it. His, I get to say boobies. Uh, you don't, though. I tried to sneak it one in there. You can't say it. Boobies is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> boobies and beer. I need, to, I need a booby sound effect button Beer over and here. boobies. <laughs> I need to get a booby sound yeah, effect. Yeah, you know what it says, boobies. Record uh, Joe saying boobies and put it on Boobies. Joe, say boobies for me real quick. Boobies. <laughs>